This radio program is PG-13. Parents strongly caution some material may be inappropriate for children under the age of 13. Send me Jesus' mission was to comfort those who mourn, bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to captives, and open prison doors for those who are bound. For those who want more than status quo Christianity has to offer, Blazing Grace Radio begins now. And here is your host, Mike Janung. Hey, Mike Janung here. Welcome back to Blazing Grace Radio, coming to you on a winter Day in Phoenix, Arizona, where it's going to be 72 degrees today, and oh my gosh, I really miss winters in Colorado, because I think it's supposed to hit down in the teens this week, but I'm just loving it here in Arizona, and we have, we, I mean, Blazing Grace, we have international ministry partners, and I have uh, a man on the line uh, right now that we're going to hear from today in 2016. I was blessed to meet a guy named Dan Weens. Dan lives near Modena, Italy in the north, close to Bologna, where Lamborghinis, Ferrari, and and all that is made, and um, balsamic vinegar is big for Modena. But Dan runs a ministry called Liberate in Cristo, which helps people recover from sexual sin and sexual addiction, porn addiction, and adultery. He works with men, he works with couples, uh, his wife works with wives, I believe, and and uh, he's a fellow warrior and a brother, and after I met Dan in 2016, he, uh, LIC, his ministry, has published our books, my books, in Italian there, and, and uh, but even more than that, Dan and I, um, he set up a lot of visits and churches all over Italy. So we were really blessed and had a lot of adventures together in the last three or four years, uh, going and speaking in churches, leading retreats and conferences, and seeing God really minister and touch people. So Dan, my friend, welcome to the show. Thank you. So hey, Thank my you. brother, I just... Happy to be here. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's get started and um, just want to invite you to share your story. Okay, sure. Um, so I'm a missionary kid. My dad was American. My mom was Canadian. But I was born here in Italy and uh, grew up here. And uh, I, um, as I often say, I grew up, you know, with the Bible being taught to me and just... Um, you know, going to Sunday school and, you know, especially since my parents were missionaries, um, that was uh, strongly taught. Um, and I did become a Christian at a young age. Um, however, then at 12 years old, my parents sent me to a Christian boarding school in Germany. And I did feel a kind of sense of abandonment. Um at that age, uh, as I was in a dorm with a bunch of other kids, uh, and my parents did come and visit me, but it was still hard not to be living 
with my parents uh, in their home. And um, I think that already was something hard for me to take. Mm. Um, but then, uh, as the years passed, uh, unfortunately, when I was at home, uh, my dad never, or my parents never talked to me about sex, and we had some strict rules at uh, the school. There was no physical contact or anything. And so our sexuality was not taught in any way. And so as I got older, um, and especially when I came back here to Italy, I, I kind of wanted to understand more about my sexuality and got some porn magazines and some, um, went to some, um, X-rated movie theaters. Um, but probably at that point, it was still not yet a kind of a porn addiction. Um, but it did turn into an addiction a few years later uh, when internet came around. But especially, um, I was what the big blow in my life was, was when at uh, 25 years old, uh, my mom passed away from cancer. Mm -hmm. And my mom was really, for me, the reference point in my life, um, both uh, from a practical point of view, a spiritual point of view. And when she went to be with the Lord, um, that was just really hard. And then my dad went to live with my sister's family. And so within a few months, I just kind of had a double whammy of uh, my mom not being on this earth anymore, and then my dad leaving me there in a big home all by myself. And for the next year and a half was just the lowest, lowest point in my life. Um, I went and sought out prostitutes, and, and that's when even I just um, really got um, tangled up with uh, with porn on the Internet. Um then I did get to know my the Angela, which would then she would then become my wife, and um, that helped me a lot. But naively, like many men think, um, I thought, okay, well, now that we're going to get married, I won't struggle with porn anymore. But that wasn't the case. And I kept struggling and struggling for years, and I kept it secret from her. Unfortunately, I was not even interested in having sex with her very, very little, just because I was so indulging in pornography. Um, and that took place for various years until one day she caught me, and uh, we, uh, we were seeing some counselors, a uh, couple that was helping us out. Um, they did they did help us in saving our marriage as they convinced my wife that I had an addiction. And they also uh, convinced me to get help for the addiction. And it did help for a few months. I went to a counseling center. But I think that I probably shouldn't have been present when my wife was convinced of of um, that I had an addiction because seeing that she was willing to just continue with our marriage, even though I had an addiction. Um, I think that underneath subconsciously, I just thought, okay, well, 
you know, I can still get away with it and I won't lose my marriage. Mm. And so my porn addiction kept uh, going for years and years. And as Mike Janung often says, I kept fighting my flesh with my flesh. And that didn't do any good because I just tried all different ways to just uh, not fall into sin. And, uh, but it didn't work. It didn't work. And, uh, but then at the beginning of 2012, through different circumstances, God had just started really working in my heart. Uh, I had had a disappointment in my church. And, uh, and so for a little while, I had just kind of closed the Bible and not had anything to do with the church. But then after a few months, God kind of knocked on my heart and said, hey, I'm here. And why don't you come to know me in a different way than you've ever had before? You know, I'd gone to Bible college and I studied the theology, studied the Bible, but I felt like I knew God in a lot at a head level, but not so much at a heart level. And so that's when I really started um, reading the Psalms in a whole new different way and just really interacting with God. And um, But within a few months, after things had changed, um, I felt like God was poking at me and saying, hey, but you do have that porn problem. And I, that's, you know, that kind of blocks our true intimacy. And so thankfully... Um, through different means, I was able to uh, to really find freedom from that, even through accountability partner and and just. Um, but I realized that it was what God had done months before in my heart that really then helped me to be able to use then practical instruments to find to find freedom. Um, my wife was still very hurt, and it was not easy at all to um, to just see this change in me, especially because I, I just took a radical change in my life because I felt God really calling me to start a ministry um, called Liberati in Cristo. And uh, the thing is that, which means freedom in Christ, by the way, um, but uh, so it took her still a couple of years to really to really forgive me truly. Um, but God worked in different ways, and one of the ways was uh, I I had asked her for some help for translating different articles that uh, even that Mike Janung had written, and was when one was um, regarding how a how a wife, um, um, you know, can forgive and should forgive her husband uh, with God's help, of course, and looking at what what Christ had done on the cross. And this was uh, one of the ways that God just really spoke to Angela's heart, to my wife's heart. Mm. And so in uh, February 2015, she just completely surprised me when she told me, hey, Dan, um, I completely forgive you, but not only, I want to come and share my part of the story with you. Mm. And so now it's been uh, six years that we are, we're partnering together 
Um, so we we have this ministry. It's also an association, legally recognized here in Italy. And so we've um, we've had the privilege of sharing our story in various churches, at Christian conferences. Um, uh, we've we just we've had different opportunities. It's not always easy, um, but uh, God has has been healing our marriage, and um, yeah, we're just excited to see also what God will be doing in the future. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you, brother. A couple questions. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you had mentioned seeking out prostitutes earlier, and and in Italy, it's, is it true that prostitution is legal, and how does that affect the whole culture there? Yeah, prostitution is legal. Um, basically, both you find prostitutes on the street, um, especially uh, in, at nighttime. And uh, so they, yeah, basically... They're on the main roads, and so at nighttime, cars will just, uh, you know, of course, men driving in cars will just stop along the road and just uh, pick them up and then take them to some secluded place. And they also have, some of them also have, you know, like their own apartments and advertise through newspapers or the web and uh, and invite people to, uh, uh, invite men to come. So it's... Yeah, unfortunately, um, even prostitutes are right along like a main highway, just about 400 yards from where I live. And so it's, um, unfortunately, it's a big, big problem here in Italy. Mm. Yeah, I remember being there and being on, like you said, a major highway, and there'd be two or three women right there in the corner just standing there. And you could tell by the look and the way they were dressed that what their intent was. How do yeah. you do you talk to a lot of men who are struggling with having sex with prostitutes there? Um some of them. Um yeah, I mean I've generally most of the men that I talk to um generally talk more about porn issues. Um but Sometimes then when when the shame goes completely down, they're able to open up even regarding that. And unfortunately, what happens often is that like younger men, even single men, what happens is even just as a uh, as a gift, even at at work, like if 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 at a secular workplace, the older people find out that a guy is maybe a virgin or something. Then they want to like take them all together to some prostitute because you know they feel like he needs that as a gift, you know, to 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 help him out, quote unquote. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just. Well, I guess living here all the time, we've you know one just has learned to kind of quote unquote accept it, but um, at the same time, I'm very thankful because there are various ministries here that are dedicated to help prostitutes um, get free and get away from that, from that uh, in slavery. Mm. 
And I bring this up because here in the U.S., there are, we have leaders in our government are starting to move towards legalizing prostitution. So I was trying to give our mm-hmm. listeners a picture of where we're heading if we don't do something decisive to turn this off. Right, right. It's a, it's a huge problem. It's huge. And, Dan, in your story, I'm curious, at one point you mentioned that you had closed the Bible and didn't want anything to do with church. What what was going on in your heart at that point? Well, I, I'd been... Um I had been kind of offended by somebody in the church uh, who had uh, kind of um, attacked a message of mine, um, because unfortunately, uh, when I was struggling with porn, I was really living a hypocritical life. I was both, uh, I was an elder in the church and, and preaching, but at the same time, I was struggling with porn. And this person just kind of... Um, really attacked a message of mine, and I just took it personally, and that just uh, really hurt my ego and my pride. But God used it for good, because, um, I don't know, somehow uh, I just kind of closed myself and just, I did continue to go to church, but I didn't want any role, and I just kind of, um, I don't know, I was somehow upset maybe upset at the Bible, I mean, upset at God, upset at the Church. Um, But thankfully, God was not finished with me yet, and so after a while, um, I don't know, even know exactly how this happened, but I just started um, reading again the Psalms in a new way, and, and just seeing God in a whole different picture in a whole different way than I'd ever seen him before. It was just like God wanted intimacy with me. He just, he didn't just want something from me where I just kind of um, knew him from a a mindful point of view, but he also wanted my heart. Mm. So that's kind of what happened. Yeah. So it almost sounds like the Lord was saying, Come away with me. I want to get to know you. Yes, yes, exactly. Even though there was a pain point getting you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's true. It's true. But I <clears throat> you, think that often happens with all of us. Yeah. You had talked about not having much um, in the way of a desire to have sex with your wife when you were deep into the to the porn issue, what what was going on there? I was I was just so um, taken up with with uh, porn and just so taken up with these you know these uh, photoshopped women, um, not just photoshopped, but just you know uh, you know the women that are on porn that. Um, I indulged so much in pornography and masturbation that, you know, my, my wife, who of course, you know, I mean, uh, couldn't compete with them, but, you know, she's a beautiful woman, but I was just like, I was just not interested in that because I was just so 
taken up with these women that, you know, you feel like you're the kind of like the king of the jungle when you look at porn mm. and you feel like you're being adored at. And so, uh, unfortunately, I just was off. I mean, we rarely had uh, sex together just because I was indulging in porn and masturbation continuously. Mm. Yeah, and that's a message I really want to have our listeners really key into the what and what I see when we're counseling people is that porn reverses the hunger for sex and marriage. It destroys it, and it inflames the desire for the false, the lie, and the evil. So this isn't just about looking at pictures. This is about totally rewiring your brain, screwing up your emotions, and giving you the wrong drive for the wrong thing, and that's a piece of what really sets us in bondage. So it's so critical that we understand how powerful this stuff is. Exactly. Completely agree. So, Jan, you said you were an elder in the church, and if if you were to sit down with somebody who's in a leadership position in a church today who is an elder or a pastor who's struggling with this stuff, what would you say to them? Well, I would say to them that there's probably a lot of people in their church um, that may be struggling with it, and maybe they themselves are struggling with it, but I'd probably kind of really try to uh, talk to them heart to heart and just um, make them understand that I'm a safe person and that they can open up about their struggles Um that they won't be judged by me, but that especially that in their congregation, there's they're going to find a lot of different people that are probably struggling with this. Mm-hmm. Even though, unfortunately, I see many times, at least here in Italy, that uh, pastors and elders don't really want to see that, that that issue exists in their uh, in their church, um, they think somehow that um, that problem is just non-existent within their church. That everybody's just too holy to uh, to do that. Um, unfortunately, they don't understand how porn has become so prevalent, especially through smartphones um, and all different you know electronic devices that we we have always with us, and so, um, you know, what I would tell them is you need to talk about this in your church openly, and you you need to really talk about how important it is to just find true intimacy in God, but especially denounce the problem and, 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 and talk about it and highlight it and make it uh, a safe environment where people can just open up and and talk about it and know that they won't be judged by by the pastor, the elders, or no one else, mm. but that they will be loved and accepted just like God loves and accepts us with whatever sin that we're struggling with. Yeah, that that's great. And we've got about a minute left here. So I want to, Dan, invite you to talk about one issue. You you hit on the note about being safe. How critical is that 
to recovery from something like this? Well, safe being safe is very, very important because if 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 someone if I confide in someone or anybody confides in someone else and this person is not a safe person and will just go and tell everyone else about um the the other guy's struggles, this guy's just never gonna open up again. And so it's so important for each one of us to really find safe people uh, that are not necessarily pastors, elders, but they're just people that are, that love the Lord, but that you know that they will keep to themselves what, what you're telling them and that they will just really show you um, love and acceptance for who you are. Right on the money, brother. All right. Well, next week, we're going to continue this conversation with Dan. We're going to talk more about the Italian church and what it looks like there. And But also, there's a lot of lessons we can learn here in the U.S. and other countries. So, Dan, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Okay. Thanks. Happy to be here. Do you want to be free? Blazing Grace is a nonprofit international ministry for the sexually broken and the spouse. Please visit us at blazinggrace.org for information on Mike Janung's books, groups, counseling, or to have Mike speak at your organization. You can email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call our office in Chandler, Arizona at 719-888-5144. Again, visit us at blazinggrace.org. Email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call the office at 719-888-5144.